I thought about hey, it. You know me. I don't need no introductions, but this is the intro. What's good, Brodies and Bates? This is the Dynasty Bros Fantasy Football Podcast. Redraft episode, you feel me? This is week six. This is the recap. This is where you come for your fantasy football needs and to chop it up about the latest NFL news. I am Dynasty Bro Dot here with my co-pro. Dynasty Bro Vic, a.k.a. Chief Sosa. My guy looking right here, but the camera really right there. I know, man. I'm a little bit all over the place, but we got my guy DJ Ava on the background. What's good, bro? What's good? You know what I mean? I'm just chilling. Confused. Confused. We confused. all over the place right now. I'm just, I'm we, just confused. We got a lot going on right now. Vic uh, hit his Dougie a minute ago. I wish we would have got that on Niggas camera. Dougie in, sitting in different seats. How, how, how did confused. it feel hitting that Dougie and switching sides? Took me back to 07, 08. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was them times, my brother. Yeah. Good times. Good times. Good times. Hey. I hope your teams are doing good. I hope you've been listening to these four-minute offenses and picking up the guys we're telling you to, trading for some of these guys we're telling you to get. These bylows, man, it's important right now. What? Week six. It's, it's damn near halfway through the season down there, man. So you got to rack up all the dubs you can get. This week is where we start seeing a lot of the important uh, buys, man. So uh, really got to pay attention to the four-minute offense, pay attention to – you know, the guy that you're playing against, making sure he doesn't need some players. You need to just pick up for no reason. If you're good, it's it's a lot of strategy that goes into it. And that's what we're here to help you do. So, you know how we do. We're going to get into the injuries that happen. There's some major ones, per usual, that's been happening every week. And we're going to get into these top guys, man. So, what I'm going to do, I'm going to pass it over to Dynasty Bro Vic. And I'm going to let him take off. We're going to get into the top performers of the week. Let's do that, bro, man. Hey, action pack, bro. Like, last night. It is an exciting yeah, game, bro. bro. Monday Night Football, Buffalo Bills at Tennessee Titans. Some may even call it an upset, man. I mean, it, I it, went in there thinking the Bills were going, you know. Yeah, I mean, if if I, had, if I was a betting man, I would put my money on the Bills. So Some parlays definitely got fucked up last night. But, I seen uh, that. Now, seen dog. that. It is. Sheesh. But let's get right into it, man. So, uh, number one performance from the QB spot, Josh Allen, man. So, he put up 28 fantasy points. Roughly, give yeah. or take, depending on your uh, league settings. But 353 passing yards. Three touchdowns, man, in the air, man. And, you know, it looked like in the first half, the Titans, you know, they were getting on some trouble and yeah. then he finally got his rhythm going in the second half. Hey, man, all they're going to do is throw the ball. Backfield look a mess. Josh Allen with a bunch of weapons around him. I'm betting on him every week to finish as one of the top performers, bro. Yeah. All right, bro. Let's get to the number two performance, man. Mr. Kirk Cousins. QB yes, Sirski. For the Minnesota Vikings against the Carolina Panthers, man. So 373 passing yards, three passing TDs, 27-point fantasy performance. And look, this was great to see because he actually got Justin Jefferson going, and he also got Adam Thielen going, man. And Dalvin still had a game. Yeah. So that's pretty good. That's what the offense should be able to do, man. Yeah. Those are weapon weapons. And yeah. that's what you – these guys were drafted in that fashion to be like that. So I'm glad to see it all come together in a week like that. Yeah, yeah man. My wife needed a quarterback. Guess who I picked up for her? Kirk Cousins. And he yeah. balled the fuck out, balled man. Balled the fuck out. She lost. But he played well. He, <laughs> he played lost. well. He tried to sneak that in. <laughs> I mean, she took an L to me, but <laughs> – He did his thing, though. <laughs> All right, man, let's get to the number three performance, man. Dak Prescott, man. So that was a big game. Uh, of course, the Cowboys went into New England. Dak put up 445 passing yards, three passing TDs, 25 points from a fancy perspective. A big game, man. And to be honest, I didn't expect New England to keep pace on the scoreboard with them, but they did. Hey, I'll tell you this. Bill Belichick, hell of a coach. 
either he locks in on the offense side of one game or he locks in on the defensive side of one game. And we're just watching him do it week by week. Even in the games they lose, I got to give them props because they always find a way to, to be in games. You know, I had a homie hit me up and said, bro, Pats look bad. They can't blame it on Cam. And I said, actually, they don't look bad. They had a hard schedule. They've been in these games playing against good, solid playoff championship caliber teams, bro, with a rookie playing at quarterback. So shout out to Bill Belichick. Shout out to that offense, man. Shout out to that defense. They just go out there and play hard, bro. They so. do, man. And Judon look good out there on defense for them, Facts. man. Anchoring Facts. the edge. So, uh, yeah, fire. All right, man. Number four performance. Hey, the number three has been a theme with these QBs. So let's talk about a guy who also put up three touchdowns. Jalen Hurts, man. He had one in the air, two on the ground, only 115 passing yards. So, of course, you know, that was Thursday night against the Bucks. I'll yeah. be honest, man. Well, let's talk about it. Are you concerned about yes. Jalen Hurts? And yes. look, I know this is redraft, but are you concerned for him in Dynasty? Yes. In real life NFL. In real life. Real life NFL, I am concerned because he usually looks bad. He be looking bad. Like a lot of these games this year, he looked bad for three quarters and then they pull it together like in garbage time. Yeah. It looks good in fantasy. You probably, if you're not watching the games, you probably don't give a shit. You probably think he's playing good. But I don't – going forward, he's not the most accurate. It looks like he doesn't make the best decisions at times. And I can't keep blaming it on the weapons all the time because I don't think Ertz is horrible. Goddard, he missed one week because of COVID. Devonta Smith is a stud, bro. Even that rookie, he's a stud. And I don't think Jalen Rieger's a bad number two, bro. It's just I don't I don't know if that offense and them trying to work it around a guy like that is going to work. So – it makes me nervous in Dynasty, bro, to be honest. And you already know I'm a Hurts guy. I do want to put some of this on the coach. I don't think the coach is being creative enough on offense. I so I feel, like, I feel like he's keeping Jalen Hurts in a box. So <laughs> he doesn't really have that many plays to work with. So it's almost like you can already tell what they're about to do. You know what I mean? So I do think some of this is on the coach, but it's, it's making Jalen Hurts look bad. And, yeah. and, and you never know. Maybe that's the play. Maybe they want to. <laughs> Get rid of Jalen Hurts, so you just make the guy look bad, and Come you don't open up the offense. I don't know. I'm just putting it out there. Come but on, man. yeah, to all, your point, all I know ahead. is it looks like they're going to have three first round picks next year, and it's a couple stud quarterbacks coming out, bro. Yeah, just throwing it out there. Yeah, it is. It is, man. But hey, I'll be honest though, Hurts does not look good right now. So yeah, man. Make sure you know you actually watch the games. Don't just go off the fantasy. But in redraft though. <laughs> Keep running them. He running the numbers up, nigga. He running it up. <laughs> you got the drum rolls. <laughs> there you go. We'll take it, man. All right, man. Um, let's get into uh, the number five performance, Matt Stafford. So 251 passing yards, four TDs in the air, man. So he's balling out as well. 24-point fantasy performance. He doing Of course, he did it against the New York Giants, man. But, hey, you'll take it, man. I mean, that offense is rolling. It's clicking. He doing it, bro. It ain't too much to say. He's been balling, bro, since he's been balling since week one. He got a connection with Cooper Cup. They look like one of the best one-two combinations you can have in the NFL. They just got the juice right now, bro. All right, bro. It's gonna teach running backs, man. Number one performance. We saw it last night, man. King Henry oh, fucking dominated geez. on the ground. Running back for the Tennessee Titans, Mr. Derrick Henry, 143 rushing yards, three uh three TDs on the ground, monster performance. 35-point fantasy game, man. So, I'm sure he secured a lot of dubs for people last night. They run when they're losing. They run when they winning. They could be down by 35. The game plan is, bro, we have to give it to him more so we can try to get back into the game. He looks like a man playing Little League football. Can't be tackled. I posted a picture today on the ground. Said, hey, speaking of the ground, bro, follow. Dice Bros FF. That's the main handle. Posted a picture today on the ground and said, bro, 
How many bills does it take to tackle a King, a King Henry? Nobody had to answer. I got an answer. <laughs> What's your answer? Not enough. <laughs> I was gonna say all of them, bro. <laughs> that damn, that damn, uh, old, old spice commercial. That yeah. shit is real, bro. <laughs> when they yeah. all just hanging on to his ankles and he running, that shit real, bro. He can't be tackled. I saw on uh, Twitter someone was like, "Why well, haven't Nissan named a truck after Derrick Henry?" Because you know they got the Nissan Titan. They was like, "They need to make a Derrick Henry edition." That shit makes so much sense, hey, bro. He's a fucking truck. I hope they paying attention. Yeah, can't do nothing with do that. So. Yeah, man, he's a beast. That would be tight. All right, man, let's get to the number two performance. So, Leonard Fournette going back to Thursday night football against the Eagles. Hey, he actually got going in the ground and on the air. So, 81 rushing yards, 46 receiving yards, a couple touchdowns on the ground, man. So, it's it's the Leonard Fournette show, man. Like, uh-huh. Bruce Arians is not committed to a committee. So, it's, it's a work, you know, workhorse backfield right now. So, what are your thoughts on Leonard Fournette, bro? A guy that it was hard. No, I think nobody wanted to believe the, the, the Super Bowl run last year when basically he was clearly the number one. But I feel like if you ain't gonna trust them in them in, in that kind of situation, when else are you not gonna trust them? So I feel like that was what it was. That's what they wanted it to be, and that's what it looks like going forward. But as long as he's healthy, this is the Leonard Fournette that was drafted early in the first round by the Jags. He has this type of talent when he wants to be. He's not being lazy. He's probably in there working his ass off with the guys. You know, that's the type of talent he has when he's focused, though. So shout out to him, one of the most high-powered offenses you can be in. It's going to be tons of scoring potential. He can do this every week if they give it to him. All right, man, let's keep it home, man. Let's talk about a guy who's been efficient with his carries and just getting it done, man. Mr. Jonathan Taylor, so he had 14 carries. Man, he put up 145 yards and two touchdowns on the ground, 28-point fantasy performance this past week against the Texans. JT looked good out there, man. Like, he's showing, like, a guy for that size had that much breakaway speed and just speed in general. I did want him to score on that 83-yard run, though. Yeah. I ain't going to lie. But yeah. he did his thing, though. He looked good, bro. He just he looked unstoppable, bro. Unstoppable. And I think longest Carson is playing and helping. Yeah. The offense has some kind of flow to it. And, I, hey, I know I've been knocking Carson over these past few weeks, but he's actually starting to get going. Look like he's getting his rhythm. I know he had, you know, bounce back from injuries. But yeah. off, offense is flowing right now. Curious to see what that Colts offense looked like going into San Francisco. So that's going to be a nice test on the road, especially on the West Coast. But the offense is rolling right now. Granted, we just took a loss to the Ravens this past week, but got back on track against the Texans. Of course, you know, we just lost Paris Campbell, but... Oh, my gosh. On a touchdown. He got hurt on his own touchdown. Yeah, I saw that. Sheesh. What's good, Mom Dukes? What's up, Mom Dukes? (laughs) Thanks for tuning in. All right, bro. Uh, Let's uh, keep it pushing with the next running back, number four performer, Joe Mixon, man. So this is a guy who's battling injuries going back to last week, but... Good to see him get it done on the ground and in the air. So 94 rushing yards, 59 uh, receiving yards in the air. And, you know, of course, he had one touchdown in the air as well. So 25-point fantasy performance, getting it done against Detroit, man. So Facts. Hey, the offense is elite if everybody's healthy, bro. Joe Burrow's playing at the top of his game right now. T. Higgins just came back. Jamar Chase putting up incredible rookie numbers, just incredible numbers in general for receivers. So, the offense is clicking, bro, and I think that's a, that's the only concern for Joe Mixon was is we didn't think there'd be scoring opportunity, thought the defense would be bad, but the offense is clicking. He's getting scoring opportunity. Shout out to Joe. All right, man, shout out to another guy in the uh, division in the AFC North. Let's go to Pittsburgh, man, Najee Harris. You saw Sunday night. He's doing it all, man. He's involved in the run game, involved in the passing game, so 81 rushing yards, 46 receiving yards. You guys saw it, man. They went spread and being through this, the you know quick speed out to him for the touchdown so 
24 point fantasy performance from Najee Harris. I'm gonna just echo just so I can let y'all know how good he's been this year. All right, bro. Let's get to these uh wide receivers, man. Our guy, yo guy, white Sam's guy, Mr. C D Lamb, man. So he had the top performance at the wide receiver spot, 36 fantasy points, a hey, nine catches, 149 yards, two touchdowns. Boy, game winning touchdown. Boy, he weighed bye bye to Mr. Yeah, Bills. That was clutch. Yeah, that was that was you know, going back to the uh Philly rivalry days. He's a stud, bro. Yeah. He's a stud. Like, oh my gosh, he looked so good, bro. He did, and even going back to that third and twenty-five, just to you know get him in position. What, what was that? Did they kick a field goal or did they actually go score to force it overtime? Uh, field goal. Field goal. So field yeah, goal. that was a big catch, and then to seal it up in overtime with the yeah uh, with the bye bye catch. Yeah, bro. Ooh. Five. Shout out to Ceedee Lamb, man. A great dynasty piece. Great. All right, bro. Number two performance, man. Mr. Cooper Cup, man. He's just been balling out consistently, bro. Like to consistently be in the top five conversation every week. That that's impressive, man. And I'll be honest, man. I, I know I was off Cooper Cup. But who blames you? He was Jared Goff was his quarterback. That's bro. true. That's a good point, man. That that makes a big difference. I guess we should have looked at it as, bro, he did these numbers with Jared Goff as his quarterback. <laughs> that's true. But yeah, he's balling, bro. He and he looks good, bro. He his route running. His run after the catch, yeah, he, he look good. He bro. can run, bro. Like, like yeah. he has some bursts. He's not just yeah. a little possession receiver. Right. Shout out to Cooper Cup, nine catches, one hundred and thirty yards, and two touchdowns. Like that's just the type of game he has. Thirty-four fantasy points, oh, man. God. Stafford's number one. Yeah, hey, we we should always want Stafford's number one. I don't know why we being like that. Yeah, damn. All right, bro. Shout out to the number three performance, Adam Thielen. Now this was a guy who got back on track this week. He wasn't really involved last week against nah. Detroit, and you would think he would be involved just given they were playing Detroit. But you could tell, man, the Vikings made it a mission to get Adam Thielen going this week, which they did. So 11 catches, 126 yards, one one catch for 29 fantasy points, man. So this is a value play right here. Like this is a guy you probably drafted in the seventh, eighth round. Just putting Ooh. up wide receiver one numbers. I know guys were probably getting rid of him in Dynasty. It was like, screw him. He's getting yeah. old. Josh Jefferson's the next. He's still the next guy, but Thielen and Kirk Cousins have some rapport, bro. So, shout out to them. He he don't look like he got no juice. He's just good. He's a great route runner. He yeah. knows how to get open. So, you hey, that makes a difference, you know. So, shout out to him. A guy like that is going to be fine well into his 30s. You know what I mean? Like Yeah. Larry Fitzgerald he, did it. He knows how to use his body to, you know, create separation to make the catch. Like, yeah. Does a nice job. All right, man, number four performance, a guy people are excited about, rookie out of Alabama, Jalen Waddle. So if you guys saw the early game Sunday, I'm over in the U.K., the Dolphins and the Jags, even though the Jags got their first dub on the Dolphins, but a 10-catch performance game from Jalen Waddle, 70 yards, two touchdowns, man, 29 fantasy points, man. So he did his thing, bro. He's the only one with the juice now, Mike Gusecki and him. Devontae Parker doesn't look like a thing no more. He's been battling injury. Will Fuller can't get on the field. We could have, should have expected that. It's one of those things where he's he got the juice right now. He looks the fastest, and they're finding a way to give him the ball because they don't got that many options right now. So he's going to be a good option. Him and Gusecki are good options probably for the rest of the year, bro. All right, bro. One of my favorite dynasty stashes had a big performance this week, man. Let's go to Cleveland, Mr. Donovan Peoples-Jones Jr. Um, so this is a guy, you know, out of Michigan. Of course, he's in his second year. Four catches, 100 yards, two touchdowns. Shoot. So, of course, we saw the – Hail Mary right before the half. Facts. He had another big play, you know, catch and run, yeah. you know, down the sideline there late later uh, in the second half. So, now I know they got the Thursday night game. Is this the guy you're checking for this week? Um, Are we chasing points right here? I don't know if it's chasing points technically, man. We're chasing opportunity also. Here's the thing. We know they're a heavy run offense. 
if they don't have Chubb, if they don't have Kareem, I don't know if it's a Dearness Johnson game. Odell got, got banged up. Uh, there's no uh, what's this guy, Jarvis Landry. Yeah, he might be one of the focal points of the offense, man. So I don't think it's technically chasing points, especially right now. Injuries, all these people on by. I if you need a play, I think he's a strong play. He's a guy we're going to talk about later. Okay, bro. so maybe a deep flex play. Yeah, bro. And yeah. plus, a lot of people are out on by this week. A lot of injuries. injuries so all of that. Bro. I'm not mad at it. And this is the time of the year where sometimes you're just it actually forces you to play certain guys which i like instead yeah. of like missing like damn i played the wrong guy i'm at a point where like i got so many injuries so many bye weeks i don't have anybody else left to play i just live with the outcome so i'm okay with that facts all right bro let's get into the tight end um position so uh number one finish this week this is another guy we like in dynasty a lot of upside no offense so he had a number one performance 24 points from a fancy perspective nine catches 97 yards one TD, man. So this is why we love Noah Fant. We know he's capable of doing these things. Yeah. And, he, and you know, he had the number one spot this week, man. Talk about your guy, man. Facts, man. This is a guy who's drafted coming out of college. He was just a natural receiving option. He wasn't one of those guys who's going to be the best tight end that's going to block for you. In a situation where we loved all the op- options and needed to see what was going to happen, Jerry Judy went down, which left more opportunity for Fant to get more you know, target. So I expect it to be more like this because I think Sutton and him have the opportunity. Long as Teddy is there and healthy, I think Teddy can support two guys. I'm not saying they're going to be studs, but he has the capability to make a tight end a stud because it doesn't require a lot. Touchdown, few targets. I think Fent should be good long as Teddy's there. And then we'll revisit the situation when Judy comes back. And I always like the situation, man. Denver Broncos always in the you know garbage situation, trying to play catch up. Always got to put points up on the board. So a lot of opportunity there, just given that. With the negative game script. All right, man, let's get to the number two performance, Mr. Mike Gusecki. So tight end for the Miami Dolphins. Again, going back to the early game in the UK. Hey, he had nine targets, caught eight passes, 115 yards. Just a PPR game for him. Yeah. 19 points, bro. You'll take that, like, to see him get wide Facts. receiver type numbers, not hit the end zone. 19 points, you'll take that all day long. We know Tua and him, I think he had, like, five touchdowns the last six games of the season. They already got that rapport. And like I said, you know, weapons are down. No, no Parker showing what he done showed in the past. No Fuller. It's just Waddle and Gasecki out there. So he's going to make plays. He's hard to guard, man. He was one of those guys that at pro day, not pro day, at the combine, he ran like a 4 4 for a tight end, Damn. bro. So he has that kind of athleticism to go out there and do whatever across the field. So shout out to Mike Gasecki, bro. Him and Tua. It might be a thing for the rest of the year. Yeah. Uh, definitely. Tua definitely likes, you know, going up the middle over the seams looking Facts. for the tight end. So that's a great option there. Number three performance, man, Travis Kelsey. We want to spend too much time here. Eight catches, 99 yards, 17-point game. Business as usual, man. Another week at the office for Travis Kelsey, man. So, Facts. All right, bro. Another guy that's been balling all year, Mark Andrews, bro. Uh, Five-catch performance game, 68 yards, a touchdown, 17-point fantasy performance. Mr. Mark Andrews, bro, getting it done against the Chargers, man. And I'll be honest, I was expecting the – I thought it was going to be a better game, but – They whooped the Ravens whooped their ass, ass, bro. Pretty much, you can almost it's damn near 50 50 going into the, the game. If Mark Andrews is gonna get a touchdown, you can flip a coin, yay or nay. It's he has that kind of rapport with Lamar when they get down in the red zone, it's either run the ball or look for Mark. So, I like it, I love it. Um, we talked about the first couple weeks he didn't play his best. We said he was a good buy low. Hopefully, you went and bought low. Hopefully, in Dynasty, you went and swapped out some of these guys and got some Mark Andrews. If not, you might be behind the time. So, shout out to Mark Andrews, he's been balling. 
All right, bro, the number five tight end spot this week, going back to the Thursday night game, Mr. O.J. Howard, man. So tight end for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, six catches, 49 yards, and a touchdown, man. So he had a 16-point performance. Looked good out there. Granted, there's no Gronk. Hey, all those weapons out there, for Brady to call your number and to continue to go back to you, that speaks volume, man. And we know he battled injuries early on in his career, but, you know, it's good to see him basically just be involved in that offense, man. And he looked good, bro. With all those weapons out there, man, it's hard to see who you're going to focus in on. We know Brady loves the tight end. Doobie is usually grunt. But it's just good to see guys go out there and, and get play. He has that type of talent, too, man, on those big athletic guys coming out of Alabama, bro. He was highly touted. It just sucks he's been injured and ain't been able to make the most of it. But it's good to see him have a week like this. All right, bros, man, real quick before we get into the four-minute offense, just want to call out what's happening this week. So Thursday night, we got the Broncos at the Browns. And again, the Browns, you know, backfield is banged up. So, uh, yeah, just be, you know, on the lookout for that. If you got you some Kareem Hunt or Chubb, just know they're going to be out. Um, and then just fast forwarding, I'm making sure we don't have no early games. So it looks like we don't have an early game right now. But looking at Sunday night, man, we got my coach at the Niners, bro. I'm excited for that again. Carson Wentz, look like he's getting it going. The offense is starting to, you know, basically get some chemistry and they're flowing. Yeah. It's going to be a good test for them going out to San Fran. And then Monday night, we got the Saints at the Seahawks, man. So we got to see Geno Smith, you know, on Sunday night. Now the Saints going to come into town. It's going to be Jameis and, and Geno. Jameis and Geno. That's a hell of a matchup. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the primetime games. And before we get to the four-minute offense, on my end, let's knock out these couple of uh, injuries real quick. Nick Chubb, he missed the game last week. Don't know if he's going to be ready for this week. Kareem Hunt, when uh, they already placed him on IR. Uh, with a calf injury, Dearness Johnson might be the next man up. Uh, Dawson Knox left the game after breaking a bone in his hand. You know, he's a pass catcher, so we'll see how that goes. I don't know if you can play through a broken hand. That kind of sucks. Julio always has his leg injuries, hamstring, so, you know, you got to pay attention to that. Kadarius Tony left in the first quarter. Everybody over there is banged up. Uh, Darius Slayton, Tony now. Uh, Galladay's been hurt. Looks like the Sterling Shepard show. And Antonio Gibson has been out fighting through the injury for some for a few weeks, man. So he hurt his shin. He basically left the game early. So, you know, probably need to watch out for them. But it looks like Calvin really should be back this week. And I know people are expecting Michael Thomas and Jerry Judy may be coming back. Look like both of those guys are a couple weeks out still. So come on. That's now, the injury dog. list, man. So come yeah. on, man. All right, bros. Hey, before we get to this four-minute offense, DJ Avo, let the good people know where they can follow What's you at. good? Y'all can follow me at, D- at Dynasty Bro Avo on the Twitch. Also, make sure you follow the main Dynasty Bro page on the Twitch. We'll be, I'll be going live on there every Tuesday. You know, your boy goes up. Um, and other than that, man, follow me on the gram at Avo Love. You know what I mean? Hey, yo, Dot, where can we follow you at, bro? Hey, follow me at Dynasty Bro Dot on Instagram and Twitter. And make sure you follow the main Instagram handle, Dynasty Bros FF. Hey, Vic, where can we find you at, my brother? Follow me at Chief FF, Instagram, Twitter, Twitch. Also, uh, PSN, man, if y'all want that Call of Duty smoke. If y'all want that Call of Duty that smoke. Madden work. We getting dubs. Yeah, man. And then uh, be sure to subscribe to the podcast where you're listening, Dynasty Bros FF. Check out the Patreon if you want the rankings, bonus content, all that good stuff. Patreon Bros FF. Right. Facts. All right. All right. So, look, we're going to get into the four-minute offense real quick. I already got the timer set up. Avo, you ready? Let's go. Three. You going first? I don't have too many guys, bro. So I only uh, got a couple, so we can both go first. You ready? Right, Three, two, one. Let's go. All right, man. So, look, we already know the Cleveland Browns got a short week. Thursday night game. Again, both they star running backs are out. Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. So, Dearness Johnson is going to get the start. 
But I actually like Demetric Felton, bro. So uh, rookie running back out of UCLA. He's actually says a running back receiver. He gets involved in the passing game. So I'm expecting him to take on that, take on that Kareem Hunt role from a mm-hmm. you know receiver standpoint. So I actually like him more in the short short term because I'm anticipating Chubb to come back next week or two. Yeah. Kareem Hunt's still gonna be out. So Deion Johnson's spot easily gonna go back to Chubb. That leaves more opportunity for Demetric Felton. So I like Felton for the short term. But again, uh, Deion Johnson's gonna get the start. True, true, true. All right, let's get into a running back that's been out with a calf injury. But he returned back from IR. I, I even mentioned the name before the episode. I said, man, Rashad Penny, uh, he might be a good pickup. Vic was like, he back from injury. I was like, yeah, bro. So he's practicing this week. You've seen uh, Chris Carson's on IR right now. And then Alex Collins left the game. He's dealing with an injury uh, injury right now. I mean, a, a, a hip injury right now. So he's day-to-day. And they said it looks like he might not play. Look like he might play. It's a Monday night game. But my thing is, we always know that Seattle Seahawks, no matter what the running game is, they're going to run the ball. So Rashad Penny is a guy they took in the first round a couple years, uh, about three years ago. So um, let's look out for him, man. I think he's going to get the start if Alex Collins doesn't play. You already know Chris Carson ain't playing. So Rashad Penny, that'd be a good pickup. Yep, another guy up that lane. Let's stay on the West Coast, man, in Seattle. So DJ Dallas, man, he actually got involved in the passing game this week. So uh, he caught five passes and got some runs, got some carries. So he's listed as number two RB right now on the depth chart. So if you need a short-term, one-week rental, DJ Dallas might not be a bad play as well this week. All right, let's get into a guy that you might see make plays on everything but offense so far. He's been doing kickoff return, punt return, Mr. Jamal Agnew. Look, he's been in the league for four years already, and this is like the first time I ever heard his name. But DJ Chark is out. Um, Marvin Jones balled out this week, but it's looking like uh, Chenault's being involved in so many other things. They found another guy that's a, just a lethal weapon out there, man. Jamal Agnew's actually been turning up the past couple of weeks, getting more targets. He caught five passes this this week for 78 yards, man, on six targets. So it's looking like they just want to get him involved now because they lost their – technically their number one will be chart, if you ask me. They lost the number one receiver. They're moving guys around, and they're seeing who's going to step up. And this is a guy who stepped up and making big plays, and now it's looking like they're turning to him on offense. So I like some Jamal Agnew. Your turn. You got anybody else? We're a minute and 20. Yeah, man. Uh, let's go to San Francisco, man. So Elijah Mitchell, this was a guy who had all the hype week one, and it died down after that. And, of course, he missed a couple games, and he came back to play Arizona, then had a bye week. So Elijah Mitchell still, still may be out there. So going back before the bye, he played 68% of the snaps. So he should continue to lead the backfield right now. So, yeah. And I'm going to talk Vic guy. I don't think Vic wanted to really speak him because it might sound like you chase some points. But at this time, man, you got to get any points you can. Like I said, there's so many important players that are going to be on by this week. Donovan Peoples-Jones might be the number one receiver going into the game for the Browns on a run-heavy team that that probably won't have their top two back. So Donovan Peoples-Jones, he scored two touchdowns. No, he only had four catches. But those are important catches that he had. It looks like he already has the rapport with Baker. So... Shout out to Donovan Peoples-Jones' sophomore year. I think he's going to be heavily involved. So, that's, you got anybody we can drop, man? Man. Oh, maybe Devonta Freeman, bro. He actually looked, was the one that played the most by the end of the game, had the most snaps uh, running back for the Baltimore Ravens, even though him, Murray, and Le'Veon all got a touchdown this week. Yeah, I'm ready for the drops. How much time we got left? Nine seconds. Ronald Jones, bro, it's time. It sucks. It hurts. We're going to leave it at that. I don't, that's, Come on now, You dog. feel me? I feel you, bro. Come on, man. Damn. 
Yeah. All right. Well, look, we're going to be soft-spoken and get us out of here <laughs> on that, man. That's That was one of the biggest guys going into the season. So what we're going to do is Damn, bro. It kind of, that kind of, that's a, it's a good, good transition. <laughs> it's a good transition to the Dynasty episode, man. We got a good episode going into Dynasty. It's called In My Feelings or In My Feels, whatever you want to call it. It's important to the culture. Everybody throw that little terminology around now, and we want to break it down, show you how it resorts to us and how how the, this season had us in our feelings. So, we the Dynasty Pro, showing you how Domination League Dynasty Pro style. I'm Dot. That's my guy, Vic. That's DJ Avo. Make sure you transition over, get into the live again. And we're about to go in in a few minutes. Avo, walk me out of here. Even though I usually do that on Dynasty. Walk us out of here on this one. Hey, man, y'all be safe. Tell a friend to tell a friend. We goes in. Let's go. Wine and